know. <laughs> Hello, folks. I'm Victor Mitchell, and this is my pastor, Dave Westra, who would go out and get me when I didn't come to church. And in that video, you might have seen me making something in there, and it was all possible because of Julie Richardson over there who, who produced this. Uh, that was her first production, I guess, right, Julie? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's been a great blessing to, to be in this church. Um, I've had a, a lot of ups and downs. Uh, I mean, when I first came here, there was, I was scared. And I'd like to read a prayer for you right now. That One of my favorite books here. Andrew Murray, with Christ in School of Prayer. I might be a little nervous. Oh my God, in holy awe, I bow before you, the three in one. Again, I see how the mysteries of prayer is the mystery of the Holy Trinity. I adore the Father who always hears. I adore the Son who lives eternally to prayer. And I live, uh, and I love the Holy Spirit who comes from the Father and the, and the Son, lifts us up into the fellowship of that blessing, never ceasing, ceasing asking and receiving. I bow, my God, in adorance, worship before the infinity power which, through the Holy Spirit, takes us and our prayers in, into your divine life and its fellowship of love. O oh, my blessed Lord Jesus, teach me to understand this lesson. The indwelling Spirit streams from you and unites us to you is the Spirit of prayer. Teach me how, as an empty, holy, consecrated vessel, to yield myself to his being my life. Teach me to honor him and to trust him as, I, as a living person, to lead my life and my prayer. Teach me, especially in prayer, to wait in holy silence, giving him time to breathe his unutterably intercession within me. And teach me that th- through him it is possible to pray without ceasing and to pray without failing, because he makes me a partaker of the never-ceasing and never-failing intercession in which you appear before the Father. O Lord, fulfill in me your promise. At that day ye shall ask in my name. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, that he will be given. Amen. And it's... The Lord's love has just flowed through me because of the presence of all, all of you here. When Jan and Alita, would, when I first came, we started a program, and they were like my grandparents. And I was like, I loved on them, and I still love them today. You know, and they just were there so much. And then Jan and Chess were my mentors of the love that they showed me through, through hard times. And a lot of them. I mean, I was not an easy person. And I was the person that, you know, poor Pastor Dave had a love on me. Here, biker from Chicago, first time ministering in this church, and here I come. And then we got, we got the love of, of Ken and Sharon, whose obedience to this church just loved on me, and everybody prayed. Betty Shaw, who's not here, used to pray all the time for me. Through her, oh, there was just so much love that, that's been poured out in this church 
through not just me, but for everybody that's here. Everybody's been praying and loving on each other. And it's just overflowing. And the Holy Spirit just guides us through all that we do here. And not just here. When we leave here, we, our, that love leaves here and goes out and helps others in our little ways. Sometimes we don't even realize we're loving on somebody. But we are because the Holy Spirit has filled us. And he's, and he, and he's guiding us through his way. Sometimes we do things that I've done things. That I don't know why I'm doing them. But I found out that it was all love. It was all through love when I, when I would pray for somebody on the street. I've never done that. If you'd asked me 20 years ago, I'd be standing here talking to you. That, that, you'd never heard that. I'd have bet I wouldn't have been here. But through God's great love and his mercy and his grace that he's shown each and every one of us. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be a first-time Christian. You could be a Christian who's been a Christian all his life. The same grace goes for all of us. And I like, and I like to read through Matthew 20. It's um, the parables of um, the vineyard workers. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire men to work in his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarii for the day and send them into the vineyard. About the third hour, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did the same. About the eleventh hour, he went out and found still others standing around asking him, asking them, why, why have they been standing there all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wage, beginning with the last one hired and going to the first. The workers who were hired about the eleventh hour and each received a denarii. So when those went so when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarii. Why they received it? They began to grumble against the landlord. These men were hired last workers only one hour, they said. And you have made them equal to us who have been bored the burden of working and in the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, Friend, I am not being unfair to you. Did, didn't you agree to work for a denarii? Take your pay and go. I want to give the man who was hired last the same as I gave you. And this is the verse that I love that comes out of there. It's about the mercy and the grace that the Lord shows us. And it's verse 15. Do I not have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because of my generosity? So the last will be first and the first will be last. And... Out of that, it's where the Lord doesn't matter on each one of us. It's As long as you come to the Lord. It doesn't matter if you've been to the Lord for 20 years, 50 years, or five minutes. The grace and the mercy that he shows is equal to all of us. There's no difference between me or any of you out there. You know, he shows you the same grace and mercy as he's shown me. And there's there's no reason why we should 
weary about what others are receiving. The Lord will bless us in his time. We can't judge what somebody else is doing because the Lord is blessing them. Because we all get blessed in our own right, in our own ways. And the Lord will always love us and never forsake us in any way or shape or form. And, and there's a lot of us out here that, that have seen it. You know, the grace and mercy. My son, I finally got a grandson. I love, love him to death. That, that, to me, was a blessing. You know, I, when I first came here, I asked the Lord, who are you going to put in my life? I used to carry this little card. And Kathy, Adamant back there, hello, I see you hiding, uh, made a card for me. And, and now today, everybody I run into, I love. And that, that was six years ago. And I never thought that I'd be here. And when it comes to verse 15, I was reading in my Bible, and, and some of it makes, there's a, I call it my cliff notes. Well, I usually have these living Bibles here. And when I was reading it, I thought it would make a lot of sense to a lot of people that are here, so I like to read it for you. This parable is not about reward, but about salvation. This is 15, verse 15. It is a strong teaching about grace, God's generosity. We shouldn't begrudge those who turn to God in the last moments of life, because in reality, no one deserves eternal life. Many people, many people will we do not expect to see in the kingdom will be there. The criminal who repented as he died. In Luke 23, verses 40 to 43. Well, we will, we, oh, excuse me, will be there along with the people who believed and served God for many years. Do you resent God's gracious exceptions of the deprived, the outcast, and the sinners who have turned to him for forgiveness? Are you ever jealous of what God has given to another person? Instead, focus on God's gracious benefit to you and be thankful for what you have. So every day I wake up and I am grateful for what he has done for me. He has blessed me tremendously. I mean, this church has prayed. I had cancer. I mean, I shouldn't be talking. 23 years ago, they gave me a death sentence of six months to 18 months to live. I've had 42 malignant lymph nodes removed. Today, the VA can't explain why I have no cancer in my system. My T cells are perfect. My health, I'm, I'm back to the size I was in high school. Um, I, I, I've been blessed so tremendously about for so much and for so long that some people here say we should change your name. To, we should change our name to Mitchell. I said, no, just pray. The Lord will bless you in his time. And a lot of us forget that the Lord is always there and that he's holding us. Because I, I, I like the footprints because I always, times I think I'm, in, I'm having a hard time and I always realize that the Lord is carrying me through all my hard times. It was one year ago I buried my mother on this weekend. So it was a rough weekend for me. But the Lord carried me. I was in prayer all day yesterday, all day long. All I did was listen to praise music, read scripture, and talk with him all day long. Find out what he wanted me to say to you. And it's a lot of love. It's all love and mercy, you know. And the grace that he's, he's shown all of us here, we should take that and show others that the love that we have from the Lord, we can share that with anybody. I mean, not just us here. We need to take this all out and show everybody that the Lord's love is, is, is perfect. Um,
I thought I would be crying. But the Lord, Lord has blessed me. Normally, I, I would be a, a, a babbling person, but I don't know what else to say other than that the Lord loves you. you know? May I say two things, sure. Vic? You said, oh, poor Pastor Dave. Yeah. He had to love me. <laughs> and um, I, don't, I don't know how much I've said of this before, but um, I want to thank the Lord just publicly for sending Vic into my life. And oh, I didn't think I was going to cry. <laughs> I want to thank the Lord for teaching me about his love through Vic. Um, because when I became a pastor and felt called into the ministry, Um, I thought I knew about love, and I didn't fully know about what the depth of the Lord's love. And as he sent Vic into our church and him into my life and me into his, he began to teach me about his heart when he goes after lost sheep and what it takes to love the lost. And um, he just began to teach me how deep, how deep and how deep his love is and how, how he calls us to have that love for people. And so he used you to grow me in love and to grow me in a sense of his love for each and every one of us. And I'll, I'll just be honest with you. Um, my faith was small. I did not. I just know that he called me to not give up. But I could not have told you that um, I believed that after two years of chasing you, I could not have told you that that I could have seen a day when you would have been the evangelist that you are now, that, I, I, that there would have been a day when you could not shut up about the love of Jesus. I could not see the day when you were spending f- your full time in ministry. I could not see the day where God is sending you on assignments up to the hospital to pray for people, and on the buses to pray for people, and on the streets to pray for people, and calling them up onto the steps of your house to listen to them and pray for them. I couldn't see any of that. All I could see was God's love for you. And so I just thank and bless the Lord um, for what he's done in your life and what he's done in my life through you. And um, what I've learned from um, Vic is generosity. That's another um, lesson that the Lord's taught me. So humbling. The grace and generosity. Because last, I think it was last Christmas or the Christmas before. Yeah, last Christmas. Yeah, last Christmas. All of a sudden, and I know Vic lives on a very, very limited budget, and he had presents for me for Christmas. And I'm not suggesting this because I want presents from any of you. <laughs> but I needed, I needed a lesson in sacrificial giving because he gave me a scarf, he gave me a calendar, he gave me a little pointer thing to work on my computer, he gave me all kinds of and it was homemade Homemade goodies and little muffins and cakes and cookies. Yeah, so Terry and Vic. But generosity, right, that the Lord has been so gracious to him. And that even physical um, grace of gifts. And so who would have thought? Who would have thought? The Lord has the deep, deep love of God has um, pierced your heart in such a way that um, his love... Does it flow out every day the same? No, but when you're in his presence and in his word and asking him to fill you with his spirit, man, it is just like a gusher. Yes, yes. Right? And yeah. so um, I praise God. And this, this gift isn't just for Vic. If there is anybody here that doesn't know the deep, deep love and grace of God and forgiveness of God for sins, today's the day. Vic, I'd like to ask you a question. This sure. is my second thing. 
this love that you've received, what would you like to see happen in this church and in this neighborhood with that love? I got one. Thank you for offering me two of them. Uh, uh, for this for this neighborhood, they would open their hearts and see that the love for, from the Lord is there, and that His grace is waiting. So all they have to do is open open their hearts, reach out, just take that that step of faith. Believe that somebody's there. Because for so many years we've walked feeling nobody. But the Lord has always been there. I like for the, the neighborhood or the whole Grand Rapids that would realize that the Lord is with them. And it always has. And even in our hard times, when, when you don't see Him, He's there the strongest. We just don't see, we don't have our ears open to hear Him. We don't have our eyes open to see what He's trying to show us. We step to the side. We don't go forward. We always figure that we could do it our way, and we step to the side. We need to follow that line that the Lord wants us, and He wants us to follow Him through love and mercy. And, and, and I see this neighborhood growing, and I see growing around us, not just this neighborhood, other parts. I, I walk this city all over, and, all, and I see a lot of changes to the good, how the Holy Spirit is moving neighborhoods. You know, neighborhoods where, where people, you know, are better off than me, we'll say. I see them coming out and saying hi to each other now. Where they used to, you know, oh, look at what the Joneses got. Okay, you know, let's go to church and pray for that, you know. But now I see them walking out. I see them walking out saying hi to each other. They're not worried about what the next person has. That's what I want all the neighborhoods to have, is that love between each and every one of us that we show each other. We, we don't need to be... In the house, hiding. We need to be out letting everybody know that the Lord's love is from for all. I mean, everywhere we go. I hand out God letters. I love handing them out. I wish I had a bunch of them. I hand them all up to you. Julie knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some of you here do. But, uh, yeah, this neighborhood just would, would just raise up and glorify the Lord in all His glory. You know, He's, he's, he's cleaned the neighborhoods up. He, He's got a lot of love to hand out. I want to suggest this then. As one who has as one who has not known that love and now received that love in its fullness, why don't you pray that? Why don't you lead us in praying that for this church to be a conduit of the same love that you've received and for the the, the um, Neighborhood to receive that love, the love of God. Lead us in prayer. Lord, I come humble myself before you. I bow on my knees. Lord, that you will come forth and raise a nation here in this neighborhood of loved ones, a whole family that will who cherish you, Lord. May they rise up and see your love, Lord, and the grace that you have bestowed on all of us, Lord. And may we leave this church and find this church a place of your holiness, Lord, where the Holy Spirit just guides, Lord. May, may this Holy Spirit that is here leave with each one of us full and overflow it so that it may help the, the neighborhood, may it heal the neighborhood, 
as we go by, may the, may the Holy Spirit's presence just waken them in their hearts. May they look outside and wondering what's going on, not realizing that the Holy Spirit is calling on them, Lord. May you open their eyes. May you open their eyes and their hearts to be able to receive this, this love that you want to give everybody, Lord. And may it not just be here in this neighborhood. May it flow down the streets in abundance so that all that are driving even, may their cars be affected by the Holy Spirit. May, may the streams of the love gradually go right into the college and, and they come here, Lord. So bless all those college students that come here, Lord. And may that Holy Spirit guide them in their, in their walk to help them, help others, to show them that the love of the Lord is so great, Lord. And Lord, I just want to thank you for the mercy that you have shown each and every one of them as they're out there. May they sh- be able to show that mercy to the person they're talking to and they're praying for, Lord. May that person realize that you are there, Lord, and you have forgiven them of other sins. May they find it that the love of you is greater than anything that's out there, Lord, any drug, any alcohol. May they find that that love of yours is so strong that they got it's like the drug for them. They, they, they want to have that love. It's unbinding, unfailing. Just total love, Lord. And I'd like to just say, thank you very much, Lord. Amen. Yes. And if you notice, this was made possible because of Julie, too. And if you remember inside the video, here's the actual sign that I'm going to give to the church. Should we get a leaf over here? And this sign stands for the Lord's grace. But this is all his space. And we fill this space for God's grace. So let's just fill this whole space full of love for one another that the Lord has shown us. Thank you. I'm going to suggest this um, small change. Instead of singing the song that we were going to sing um, before I preach, this song is in my heart. We love you, Lord. You know that song, we love you, Lord, and we lift our voice to worship you. Oh, our souls rejoice. You know that song? Let's sing that together. <laughs> 